Welcome all you coffee drinkers and movie watchers. This is Cup of Joe and a show and we are with Kenny, the Texas Ranger himself, macho man Carl Weathers Kramer. You're darn we, right. We got Nick <laughs> with two or three men in the jungle, shirk. <laughs> and then we got Jared, if it bleeds you can kill it but you don't want to do it, Walker. Pacifist style. And I am Jim, blanking with my name, Master. How's everybody doing tonight? <laughs> doing good, Jim. That was a good intro. That was a good second <laughs> that time. Spicy. That was better than the first time. Yeah, you guys are never here the first one. Yeah. Nope. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we can make a Patreon. Maybe not. Maybe if you guys want to cancel Jim Master, we'll do that. There you go, yeah. Hashtag cancel the master. Mm. Mm. Jim, you want to tell them what we're doing today? Uh, we're drinking coffee and talking about the movie we just watched, Predator. We actually have coffee this time. With too. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. We all we, do we? Is it? We all have to give our best impress, impersonations of Arnold no, Schwarzenegger. No, Jared's got a whole new format for us. Oh, Jared. I do. I don't remember this. <laughs> you didn't like how we did it last time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was fine, but like. Should go by the beginning of the movie and just continue instead of like jumping from point to point. Yeah. So should we give a summary of it then? Sure. Okay. Who's qualified? Nick, Nick, and Kenny, the two uh, people that have not seen this movie yeah, yet. First viewers. Mm-hmm. First, first time viewers, viewers second time talkers. Uh, tell us what you thought of the movie. Like immediate reactions. Immediate reactions. Yeah. Like it's a solid seven out of ten eighties action movie. Like, That's fair. I wouldn't watch yeah. it again. It was a, even some of the like gore was a bit much for me. Like I'm like, yeah, I don't really like that. But to watch it and say that I've watched a classic Arnold movie, it's good. It's fine. It's it holds up. Kenny, um, I would give it a solid seven and a half out of ten. Um, hmm. The gory scenes I didn't have a problem with, um, but you could tell it was. It, it was dated. It was very dated. <laughs> it was dated. And but for the time, I assume it was probably like super realistic. Oh, top of the line. And the camouflage was pretty dated. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to yeah. say, I don't know if we're going to get to this, but one of my favorite parts of the movie is the alien in camouflage. Really? Yeah. Huh. It always reminds me of the Halo camouflage. Oh, yeah. Because you like, you can see them on the map and everything. Right. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like camouflage, but not really. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's my initial take. I don't want to go too deep because I know we want to like go further with it, so I'm yeah. just gonna leave it, yeah, leave yeah. it at that. But yeah, so I mean, I guess we start from the top. Movie starts off. I mean, they're just kind of macho man helicoptering into to some. Well, you got yeah, you got to start with Dutch getting off the helicopter and the iconic meme of Dylan, you son of a. Clasping hands. You got, you got to get the clasping hands meme. I, I know where the, that meme comes from now. Then so the, uh, the arm wrestling in the air without the table kind mm-hmm. of bit. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Yeah, I loved how the, the general in this movie served like no purpose. Like he was obviously like an important figure when you like first meet him. But then after that, he's just like pointless. But then like, you find out that there was some trickery going around. So he was probably just a pawn in the whole thing anyway. Right, right. Which is one of the, I think one of the only movies I've seen where the upper brass is the one that are being tricked rather than like the upper brass like tricking the lower men on the totem pole i guess mm-hmm. but yeah i mean starts off i i wanted him to play a fortunate son to be perfectly honest when they were helicoptering in i thought that would have been the perfect time but the the opening sequence after that when you know they're like all flying into the helicopter i didn't the dialogue in there was rough the 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 all the marines kind of spitballing yeah the yeah but i can heart- i can only assume that that's like how it really would be? It might be. I don't know. I the the only part that I drew issue with in that scene was the Hawkins part. Like his jokes are just well, his dialogue. So Shane Black, bad. yeah. Sh- Shane so Black, bad. the actor who is now he came in and rewrote some of the <sighs> script to punch it up. The original writers did not like that he did that, but the studio really wanted him to do this, and that's why you get some of those. Kind of riskier jokes. That's what I happens wasn't when the, the studio... They felt very unnecessary. And he right. just felt like an awkward character. Which he, you, you, can, you can have awkward characters. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it just because it's 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 iconic jokes. Like, 
you tell that joke to somebody and you're gonna say, oh, that's from that movie. I mean, if I heard it now, I wouldn't know. If not, I'd just be like, don't. Yeah, I don't remember any of those jokes now. It's been, what, a half hour since the movie? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It, it The dialogue throughout the whole movie is very action movie-esque. Sure. Which, of course. I mean, There's 80s, a lot of 80s movie. You know, you've got one-liners. The, the one, I have to admit, I enjoyed Stick around. one-liners. You know, get to the chopper, all that stuff. I, I liked his one-liners. His, his dialogue's fine. It's just some of the supporting <laughs> casts lines were right. a bit rough but i mean that's a that's a script writing thing not a mm-hmm. and that's the 80s i mean exactly 80s action i totally expected like i i went into it almost expecting there to be right. dialogue and i wasn't disappointed by that fact so and it's, some of the dialogue isn't really like a problem because they're gonna be dead soon anyway that but also <laughs> like before this movie all of Spoil the it, actors Jim. The film is in the 80s. If they haven't seen it by now, then they're not you guys. <laughs> we are. We're, we're totally a spoiler podcast, so it's okay. All the actors playing the Marines. Spoiler warning. Went, in that note. <laughs> they went to um, like training to have actual mil- like in, military in training. Miracle with Kurt Russell, this happened. And they have no, no, the, uh, movie, the hand movie. gestures and stuff and the, right, the lingo. Right. That's, those are actually real, <laughs> real like things that you can... Like in military stuff, that's so they, they're more acting in physical than they are dialogue. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest, it felt a lot more like a war movie than did a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what the that's the idea that they thought they were going into in the beginning anyway. Because it's kind of in a Cold War scenario anyway. Because right. they're talking about meeting right. up with the right. rest. I guess we Ruskies. should continue on with the podcast, but well, not the podcast. <laughs> the plot. The plot. Wow. Yeah, hit, hit record, Nick. Hit record. Yeah. The, Take uh, three. The uh, so we're we're flying over the jungle. They get dropped down. I honestly, I have to say, the hole where they're like navigating the jungle, I expected death way sooner from the initial characters. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. They didn't just like drop down. And like thirty seconds in, like, oh, he's gone. Where'd he go? Right. That was pleasant. Well, you got to build up the tension, and you have to build up right. the characters right. themselves, because you know, if you know Shane Black's character just dies, and it's like, well, good. He told a couple bad liners. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still kind of felt that when he did eventually die. Yeah, but... I didn't have a problem with him dying. Actually. No, neither did I. <laughs> yeah. You tell bad jokes, you get axed. Oh man, I'm gonna die <laughs> as soon say... as I step out of this place. <laughs> what they say about karma? Yeah. But so I mean, we step down. They are they're going through the jungle at this point, just kind of right. They find tracking. they find tracks and yeah. they find the other say. army people that came in before yes. them. Yep, the heart. Jim Hopper. Hopper. Yep. There we go. But hit. See, my issue with that spot was they didn't introduce Billy enough for me to know what was going on. Like it'd been cool if they like somehow. I don't know what they could have done, but I was just kind of lost with his character for a bit because so I was like, now explain who's Billy again. <laughs> The, is, uh, like the Native American yeah. guy. Like oh, guy yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah. know why he was leading. Like I didn't realize he was specialized in that. Like Right, because they, they kind of all have different... Because Hawkins ha- is the uh, heavy guy because he's got the Gatling gun. No, that's Blaine. Oh. Well, no, Hawkins... Uh, Ventura's character. Yeah, Blaine. Oh, that's Blaine? See, I'm already mixing up the names. <laughs> Ventura's <laughs> character, he's the heavy guy because he has the Gatling gun. And then you got uh, the Native American guy, Billy, Billy. who's the, mm-hmm. uh, the tracker. Right. And I just, and again, I which is that what. stereotypical now? Yeah, it is. But I mean, to be honest, <laughs> like that, that, they are good trackers. Mm-hmm, like that's mm-hmm. just a fact. Like they're better with for sure nature and stuff like that. Like I couldn't go out and do what he did. So, but anyways, yeah, I, our, I just wish they would have set the characters lost. up a bit better. Like yeah. I don't know, it'd been cool to see like a, almost like a montage. Yeah, even a montage, just like. A scene in the opening well, that, that where they were the... kind of grabbing equipment. And they, or where, they... like, Carl Weathers' character was like, oh, we got the best of the best because this guy can track people and then yeah, this guy that, is... And I don't even... It didn't right. need to be, like, super stereotypical. Like, and it's not... I don't, I'm not disappointed in the movie that it didn't do it. But it's yeah. just, like, I was a little... It was just confusing a little bit to, like, why is he leading? Like, he is the best or... And here's another question. Is it a little bit overkill to have a Gatling gun for a simple oh, rescue oh, mission? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Because the re- they're, they're going there... For a res- seemingly a rescue mission for a couple diplomats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't bring a guy. I would think you wouldn't bring a guy. Like but I'm of course, it is Cold War era. era. The, these people, these these people are the most macho, macho. True. Because the, the whole point is group. to show True. that even the most manly man, prepared man, can still get taken out just like that. Right. Yeah. Right. The overarching theme of the movie. Back Nate. to the. Back to the point you were saying about wishing that there was a scene of them. Describing their characters, mm-hmm. that's kind of what the the helicopter ride in with 
Billy being silent, kind of get that he's a loner type thing. Yeah, but it didn't set anything up for me. Like, it just got some bad dialogue out of the way. And then yeah, the running joke that we can't say on on this podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of with Nick. Like the whole helicopter scene just kind of felt like so filler. I can really? see why it's iconic, and, and and not that a movie can't have filler scenes. Obviously, mm-hmm. it needs filler scenes. I'm not saying that the filler scene is bad. Like I I didn't mind the helicopter scene. I just wish that it did more. And the, the way you see it could be different from the way I see it, and it, that's an opinion type thing. That's a views type. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, I, def- I definitely saw that as them exposing their characters. Like, Blaine would be, he's chewing the tobacco, and he's just so, he doesn't care. He feels like he's on top of the world. Well, and he doesn't care about authority either, because he spits the tobacco on Carl Weathers' yes. shoe. Mm-hmm. And that kind of shows the relationship that Carl Weathers has. Because he's it, the outsider. Well, Everybody he's the, he's the, the outsider. He, he used to be kind of like that in the in the bush kind of soldier, but now he's stepped back. He's got a tie on. He works for the CIA. He works Washington for the CIA. Right. Yes. So it kind of shows that type of uh, authority because you have Carl Weathers and you have obviously Schwarzenegger and his team. And everybody looks down on the Carl Weathers character, and that's where the tobacco comes into play. And you know, you, you, with that show of macho uh, machismo, you would think that Carl Weathers would like step up and like punch Ventura or use something other than you know that's a nasty. I really habit. thought that's what they were going to do. Right? Like, yeah, his, his deliverance on that. But it shows how weak the Carl Weathers' character that is. That is true. It is true. And maybe with the even though he looks like he's a, I mean, yeah, he does like pretty. Come, I don't know if he comes close to beating Arnold, but he he. You can tell that he's still... He's got some muscle. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. He's macho. He's confident enough to, you know, take off his shirt in the middle of the jungle and yes, go... Yes, and lift the tree let's, trunk. Let's, yeah, let's lift, lift the tree trunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think... I mean, maybe on a second take, too, I could appreciate more of those scenes because, I mean, like I said, it is literally the first time I've seen the movie. So, right. Mm-hmm. To initial take, it felt like a filler scene that just didn't play out like it should have for me. But on a second take, I can see why it would maybe develop characters more. Or at least have a briefing of the of the mission parameters. I thought it was it was strange because I feel like if they were do that now, they would probably do some sort of brief or something. Right. But does but, that is that too exposition dumpy, or is that just like? Well, you could you could have the exposition dumpy with the characters acting in their roles. You could be like, okay, when we land, you know, Billy's gonna, you know, track uh, whatever. You know, you're gonna have you know, if there's enemies, uh, you know, Blaine lay suppressive fire. You know, something along those lines. Yeah, or... could it, could, you know, okay, so let's let's move further into the plot. Yeah, let's get yeah, let's yeah. I'll move back to my spot. So we're walking through the jungle. We find the dead bodies. That was supposed to be the grossest scene of the movie, and I actually thought it was one of the tamer scenes of the movie. I mean, there are literally exposed muscles. I mean, obviously fake, but that's what it's supposed to be. It wasn't that gruesome to me. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. I think it builds a lot of tension in the fact that it helps them like really want to find these gorillas. And I really actually liked the gorilla fight scene. I thought it was really cool to see them all like do their own. And see, then when they did that gorilla fight scene, I thought it also developed the characters a lot because then you saw like the groups they went off in, what they were the good at. Like the two of them saw the trip mine. And they were like, oh, okay, like we're going to like we'll take that out. They're going to they, cut it. You could definitely right. tell they were a team for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like you could tell that they were experienced. They were good at what they were doing. And you could tell some a bit more of their specializations mm-hmm. than just when they were walking the jungle. And I appreciate that for what it was. But um, so we go through there. I don't know if anyone has, if anyone has comments, just stop me. But I'm just kind of going through the plot here. We're at the gorilla fight scene. And I like I said, I appreciate the co- action. It was a good buildup. To kind of fight off that first enemy and then only to find the second enemy, right? But it was cool to see Arnold lift up that entire truck and then just let it go. That yeah, that was pretty sick. He he's definitely in his buff age at that spot. Well, like he's in the prime. And that also, like, like you said, it shows the characters. You you see, you know the you know all the them lace suppress the fire and you know just like tear everybody up with gunfire. Mm-hmm. And Arnold's there and he utilizes the, his environment around him. Which is what he does against the Predator later mm-hmm. on in the film. Mm-hmm. So. Right, right. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. good foreshadowing, yeah. right? Everyone but is it, does. is it kind of weird that they're they're originally supposed to get some diplomats, right, and secure them? Yeah. They didn't. They didn't like secure them before they started opening up fire and you know well, all, blowing things killed. up. He only saw the one get shot though. 
There That's was true. one other. So right. It, it so would it's like a bit strange to shoot that much. It would be but, weird to like set a bomb in a truck and then let it go off into the mess hall. <laughs> like but, for all we know, the guy's there. Right. And to be, but to be fair, right. They the guy that one of them, you're gonna, you're gonna sure, save like, the guy as fast as you can. Right. You know, one out of two ain't bad. And but. Yeah. honestly, the guy that they shot didn't look like a diplomat. And and it turns out he's, they're not diplomats right. in the end. But, but then who was he? Well, it was, was he? All, it was all a trick by Carl Weathers' character. No, no, but who was the guy that they shot though? I think he's part of some um, guy. the one guy's team. The original unit, yeah, Hopper's yeah. unit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I assumed because there was like the three bodies they didn't see and then the three that they found. And right. I thought and I got, thought what it was was there was like two maybe there and one. Well, Billy was also talking about there were two tracks of U.S. issued boots. Three, I thought. There were three tracks of those and then there were the 12 gorillas. So that's where I the know, hostages there, there would have been. Something, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was probably the girl. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe the girl was strange because she, she just, just all of a there. sudden just like just like goes to like smack him and he like full on just like knocks her out mm-hmm. and then he like regrets what he does. But that felt like a very forced character. Now I understand why she's important to the plot because she does like provide a little bit more Exposition. insight into the monster eventually. Right. But so so but you only know, after the, she sees it the first time. Right. Exactly. And well, then she does talk about her people. She does talk about her people. Her people. And but anyways, the. The fight scene in that I thought was good for what it was. Um, I didn't mind it. I thought it was a classic action. Explosions going off. It, what you'd expect from an army right. action. Slaughter fest. Right. It really sets the fact that they are the... Like, it, it's the tone of, like I said earlier, you're so macho and so over the top and you're the best of the best that even the best of the best get knocked down easy by this other threat. Yeah. Well, even on top of that, like it sh- it shows you their qualifications to fight something. Yes. Right. Like yes. it shows you, like okay, if they, if anyone can take out this thing in the jungle, it should be them. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, once they leave and they're start starting to go to the the choppa, the choppa, right? They're they're starting to go back to the other the border or whatever they're in. They never really talk about what country they're in, are they? No, Somewhere in South America. Generic South America forest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, whatever. It's not a big deal. But, right. Um. They're going here, and this is where we see the first glimpse. Well, it's not the first glimpse, I guess, but they're, it's like the real the first main time they notice something's right because mm-hmm. Billy right. gets scared. <clears throat> yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and yes. I loved Billy's. I loved Billy's scene where he's just out in the middle of that exposed like it's just staring jungle. off into the trees, mm-hmm. and no. Arnold walks up and just mm-hmm. he has to really shake him to get his attention because he's, you can tell he's not a scared type. He's mm-hmm. like, no, he's like I think I would honestly argue he's one of the more macho men on the. Yeah, unit. yeah, in terms of 100%. just like composure, like right. and all that, like obviously there. I mean, people may have bigger muscles or whatever, but I feel like he's like the he man of man. I feel like right? he doesn't have a weakness. He's the only person on the team that doesn't have a weakness. I could see that. Like Blaine's weakness is his vainness of him being the best of the best, and then Max' weakness is Blaine, his best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Weathers' weakness is like he's he's prepared. But he's not really in it anymore. He's not ready for ground combat like yeah. he was when Arnold knew him before. Or Dutch, whatever you want to call yeah. him. But. Hawkins is just he's kind of silly. Once you find out the ba- the real out-of-universe reason why he's in the movie, it's kind of stupid. And Poncho is kind of just there to like uh, translate. So, yeah, yeah which doesn't make sense because the lady knows how to speak English anyway. So but once Poncho, they didn't know that until after after Poncho's dead. Yeah, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I speak English." Right after the I have always on. spoken English, mm-hmm. but I wanted to make you feel like dumb Americans, so I'll <laughs> you know not speak English. Right, right. But I mean, so like we're we're running through the jungle. I mean, you can you can sense this part of the movie to me at least. Now everyone chime in, but I thought that you sensed like the desperation in this part of the movie. Like we have to get out of here because we're surrounded. And then even and as they it think progresses, the gorillas are there. they think they're picking sur- them off. Yeah. Right. Right. And then even when you get, you know, cause Carl Weathers, how many times he say it's, it's one or two guys or two three, or three guys, guys in, in the, the jungle. jungle. It's gotta be that, you know? And then they finally like realize like this thing is not like, this is not a human doing this. Right. And they realize that what happened to Jim Hopper and the rest of the people that were flayed up there, not the gorillas. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if we explained the plot well enough, but they're, they're running through the jungle trying to get to the, trying to get to basically the, the there's an extraterrestrial dome. hunter that likes to the sport of hunting mm-hmm. and the, wants the to predator, seek the best right? of the I mean, best, the predator. Yeah. Right. And, um, 
It, it actually what it, what it made, makes me think of now when I think about it is it's very much like um, the werewolf by night or where what was it the yeah, Halloween that, that, that thing is what it's called is it werewolf by night Something the Halloween like special I never I didn't see it yet okay but. well the Hall the Halloween Marvel special yeah werewolf whatever I didn't like that one that um it had where he turns into a werewolf that like sense that he has and it like shows the first person it reminds me a lot of the predator now that sure I think about it but anyways I I appreciated. That they didn't like do this like X-ray vision, but they did this like heat thing, it's which heat I vision, thought was yeah. really cool because I would have never thought of that, right? For like a monster, but well, um, and if you notice, they they do talk about the temperatures of the jungle. Like the the one lady was talking about the fact that you know when it's hot outside, that's when the hunter comes out. Yeah, it's like only during the hot. Right, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she right. said that. Yeah, because the in-universe reason for the predator being there is they. It's a rite of passage or whatever, so they drop them off at a planet to hunt. Right. And then they, after they're done with their hunt, they come back, and that's their like rite of passage. Right. I know in this movie, I think the predator is very uh, experienced, unlike the ones in the sequel, Predator Two, or even in the newest one, Prey. They're kind of new to the job. They're not really that advanced. But okay. this one, this one, you could tell he's seen some stuff. But in universe, that's what they do. They well, pick them off and then pick them up later. And then the second one too, it's the hottest on record in L.A. or something like yeah. that too. So I mean, uh, it makes sense. And there's sense. all the drug stuff going on, so everyone. Right. Yeah, little... that's why I like the second one better. It's okay. Okay. But yeah. So we lose. We lose Hawkins. He gets yep. killed, and the lady. The lady is like traumatized. Which I thought was so cool. She's such a. Wouldn't you good... be traumatized? Well, I'm. I'm, 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 I'm if the woods come alive. Like, yeah, like like she's so freaked out by this, but it's it's interesting because her people know about this. So you would think that, like, even if she were to, like, see it, she'd recognize it. But it almost just is, like, so... Well, they probably just know about the story the le- the and legends, not what yeah. it really is. That's true. That's yeah, because, you know, seeing is... Uh, being told a, a myth is one thing. Seeing, seeing it. Seeing it. Is, yeah. But she did sell her part. I, w- I was fully convinced that she was terrible. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, she, her, her acting was solid. Yeah. But so she freaks out. They go looking for him, find some guts. I don't really Bits know Bits and pieces. Yeah, bits and pieces, whatever. He, uh... In universe, he has um, like a net that he can do, and it like cubes up the person. So he might have used that. And there's yeah, a ton of the, other the weapons and techniques later on. Just, like they re- they made later on in the mm. stories that you can just be like, yeah, that's what he used. Oh, but I got you, it. you see Hawkins' glasses, kind of like if you really really look, his glasses are there. So that's how uh, Poncho knows. Okay. That it's him, but he can't tell because. For people who haven't seen it, it's literally like a pile of entrails right. and like organs. Later on in the series, the predators become wicked froth players. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Frisbee. The golf. next guy to die. Also, props to the who's the director of this movie? Uh, John McTiernan, who also directed Die Hard. Oh. Yes. Okay. okay. Coincidentally, the predator is John McClane. Dying hard. Facts. I thought you were gonna say he's John McClane. No, I would have went for that. The Predator's like, have a few laughs. laughs. Uh, the same thing happened. The same guy twice. <laughs> he, um, I, I, they do a good job of not being the stereotypical kill off the the you know minorities at first, and I somewhat actually appreciated that from an '80s movie because I was fully expecting the two black characters in the movie to die immediately, if not. Maybe second death, but they do a good job of actually waiting out. They kill like the real useless guy who like really never serves a part in the whole thing. And then now we're right in the plot is the big macho man dies. And they're finally like, oh my gosh, this thing is like for real. Because when the other guy dies, you're like, okay, it's okay. But this guy... wasn't the biggest dude. Like you expect even if a gorilla guy fought him, he wouldn't win. Yeah. But then the biggest guy but yeah like the biggest dude there probably i would say he almost probably rivals if not bigger than arnold in the movie yeah. and he, he just gets his chest exploded right, right through the mtv shirt like yes exposed mm-hmm. yeah and so but you didn't see it, his heart laid out to bear for everyone to see <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was interesting and then it sets up the whole max story of him just mm-hmm. like going crazy and i loved his like creepiness throughout the movie where he's just like even further on when we move further through the plot we get to the whole like like when he's in the bush and he's like hey i'm here 
or something. Like, right. You know, like I that can was see him through the trees. Yeah, that, he's just so creepy in his manners. It was in like the whole. The, there's a scene later on we'll get to where he's like shaving, just nothing, and it's like yeah. you know at that point he's fully lost it. Well, but like, he he did that in the he did that prior in the film too. He just kept doing that was his ritual. He would just keep yeah, shaving. Yeah, I think he did that in the helicopter. And you see when he snaps uh, when the the shaver snaps. Right, right, right when he cuts himself. Right. Well, he also did that to Kara Withers' character too with the knife. He's like turn around. Yeah, and then right. He's just so he was. He's Carl always he been kind of a creepy right. character. But he's very calm until right. until Blaine goes, and then he starts. And you can tell they are best friends. They were like probably the closest on the team outside right. of Dutch and Dylan. Mm-hmm. He does right. regain that creepiness right at the end, though, when he's like, "I can see him through the trees." Yeah, I well, I'm sitting here thinking, like, why wouldn't you shoot him? Like. Maybe the distance. I mean, you can always... Well, the guns right. that they had were, the, were those, like, shorter... Right. Uh, you had the Gatling gun. MP5s yeah. or whatever there are. You I think know, it was an MP5. A uh, semi, you know, submachine gun or something, something like that. Cool. Trying they, to shoot they, it from that distance, it would just be a spray. And they were in a tree right. trunk kind of thing. If the recoil, they would, like, slam your head up. Right. Plus, you'd be revealing your position. and If you missed. Right. Yeah, then you're Which you stuck. would miss at that distance. I mean... Yeah, you would. Yeah, that's true. But, anyways, so... This is where he so kind of Blaine s- dies. Blaine dies. Blaine dies. Max basically snaps at that spot. Not yeah. fully like he's not fully gone until I. Bl- but I he's like he's muttering dead. to himself as he's climbing the the wall of the forest up mm-hmm. there to get well, to the. Start, g- they start destroying the yeah. tree line. Yeah. And he like holds the gun way after too. Like everyone knows the barrels and pants just yeah. sort of rotating still. And they look, that was cool. They look at him until he finally. Right. Him. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I Crazy. thought that was cool. It's a it's a great like transition from these macho man squad like we don't lose men we don't do this and like now you have two men dead we don't have time to bleed exactly right like the other guy he's like i don't got time to bleed and he wraps his arm up and stuff and like these like absolute just like tanks and they're like transitioning to these like weak men mm-hmm. now and that was i thought that was a good way i did enjoy them annihilating the forest that was yeah. a hilarious scene to me because they're just mowing down nothing thinking they're killing everything mm-hmm. right yeah, R.I.P. Trees. Facts. <laughs> mm. yes. Facts. So then, hardcore lumberjacks. <laughs> after they after Taking they shoot through the trees and stuff, they're studying the wounds on Blaine, and they realize that it's fully cauterized all the way through. So they're this is where you finally start to get to the point where you're like, this is if you didn't know what the but it was an alien movie. Right, because at that point they hadn't actually seen the camouflage yeah, yet. Yeah, you hadn't. You hadn't like really. I mean, if you did out. see him, he died. Mm. Right. And uh, this is when you get to the tropes for Carl Weathers' character. Oh, it's nothing. Oh, it must. There must Just be two or three men in the in the jungle. Yeah, there must be a logical explanation. He doesn't. Everyone else starts to believe it immediately. Cause right. Well, and we also forgot that Mac sees him. He does. Mac totally sees the predator. The predator. He's the second person now to see it outside of the girl who, well, I guess see it and survive. I don't think, I don't think uh, Mac wasn't there when they. No, Mac survived. wasn't there when Blaine bit the dust. I mean, he saw, he saw Blaine bit the dust. Yeah, but they didn't. When uh, Arnold. He saw the beam. And uh, Carl Weathers were. Right. The body, right. Because Mac, Mac, Mac took off. And then yeah, they're like, we got to get he, to the chopper. Before this, when Blaine dies, doesn't he look up from Blaine and he sees him and he starts shooting? And well, that's why he, runs he sees, he sees the movement. Mm-hmm. And he fires in the direction of the of where it was at, yeah. I think he sees the the invisible camouflage. He doesn't yeah, see the right. Well, no, no, not the. Yeah. I'm talking. He sees him though, oh, like yeah, yeah, in yeah. the jungle. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but anyway, so then they do this whole like, is it now? Is this where they're transitioning into the like montage scene of them trying to set up a trap? No, well, no, because you have Carl Weathers going after uh, Blaine's character. No, Blaine's already been dead. No, I'm 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 getting the characters mixed up together. Uh, Mac, sorry, Mac. Oh, no, that's close to the end. That is close to the end. We just watched this like a half an hour ago. They well, so they oh so oh they yeah start, yeah never start, mind. They start building the 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 yeah the, the traps. This is trap. the montage. Right, yeah. right. He tells him to set up. A They've trap ran out of yeah. all ammo, so they have to resort right. to using Mother Nature. They set yes. up that claymore, and then the Which claymore is goes off. Convenient the because they just, you know, chopped down half a forest. They have plenty right. of wood to work with. Of yes. course, of course. But then they set up that claymore, and in the night, you know, they're freaking out. Right. And then it like goes oh, off. The, the, they killed the a hog. Yeah. yeah. Or a boar. Wild yeah. boar. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like stabbing the crap out of right. that thing. That's a 
that's an intense scene from him. Just like mm-hmm. the black, the light flashing, just the knife up and down. Like that was a great. Which that's like one of the only an- wild animals you see in that in this movie. You got the scorpion, you got the boar. There's like a ferret there, there, there was something? a skunk. There's there a, a skunk or whatever. Skunk or ferret. Yeah, uh, you like see that. a vulture. <clears throat> I guess you see a vulture too at, <laughs> yeah, the at the beginning. They kick yeah. the vulture. Yeah, yeah. See, I always liked it when they would like go to the predator view. Of like oh, this yeah. heat view, yeah. and, and the then spe- it's, and it was especially the sound effects too. But it was like yeah. the, the scene where Mac just actually just like rips into that board. You see the predator view first, yeah, and it's like, and then you hear the movement. You're like, oh crap, he's gonna, someone's gonna get wrecked. Yeah, and which then, I thought. And then you it's like they don't they cut to you know Mac fighting something. You don't know what it is until they actually look at it. And it's like, oh, it's yeah. just a wild boar. You're like, mm-hmm. holy crap. But then it's creepy because then the body disappears. Blaine's yeah. body because <laughs> they grab Blaine's body. Yeah, right. Was, yeah. right. And that was that got that was like I'm like that's weird. Like why take a dead body? But then you you know learn later on that he just likes to hang things. He in likes the woods. to rip out the mm-hmm. spinal. So columns. yeah, I always liked it when they would like you would hear movement and then you know a ferret walks out from yeah, yeah. the brush. That, like, that yeah. total like tension like snap Break. second. Yeah. Right, and then it's like oh it's just a ferret. Yeah. Gee whiz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, one of my favorite things about the movie, like we'll go into it probably later on, but I love the heat moon. That's just, oh, that's just, it, it was a nice uh, technique for mm-hmm. it. And then you see the vision of the predator without the heat vision. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of, he's using the mask. Reminds mm-hmm. me of Daredevil's heat vision. It does actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then we go through the whole montage scene of the, the trap after this, I think. Yeah. They catch him in the yeah. net mm-hmm. and then he immediately breaks out of the net. Right. And uh, the log that they had set up to smack him, he breaks it and it hits Poncho and yeah. sends him flying. He breaks almost every rib, I assume. Oh, probably. Yeah. Like, right. This this thing would have killed any normal guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because that's kind of the breaking of his character, too. Yeah. Because he was, at this point, he was kind of one of the guys left. You're like, oh, maybe he'll do something kind of interesting. He's kind of like a normal looking dude. He's not super buff like everybody else. and you, But he's more of a tactical guy. and. Mm-hmm. Then he just breaks. He's like, I can make it. Just, I just got to go. We just got to go. I'm, mm-hmm. And he just, he loses the whole, like, macho. I keep We keep saying that, but that's really the the theme of it. Are we forgetting a death? Wasn't no, there another white dude that dies? No. No, we got Hawkins. No. Yeah. Hawkins, Two. Blaine, and then. Uh, oh, you're right. And then it's Poncho Mac. gets hit, and then Mac. Yeah, so then Mac chases off in the woods, which I thought was like so stereotypical. Because at this point, they're like, "Oh, everyone get to the chopper, get to the chopper, right?" And they all start running, and then it's just like the two black dudes go off, and you're right. like, "Really?" Like, there, there's there's a real there's like some actual story instead of it, because Mac is at this point he's blinded by right. He needs this revenge for Vengeance. his best friend. Yeah, right. he does. He, he needs this. That's his only. Mm. That's the only thing he's got now, because his friend would hate him. He assumes. If he didn't get him, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. And Carl Weathers, this whole time, has been hated by everybody, and he tricked his only friend on the team into doing this mission, and now people are dying. So he actually has to step up to the plate and do something. That, mm-hmm. And it 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 transcends the the Stereo. black guys are running into the forest by themselves, right? And it really there's there's reason. And it you does. actually believe it, and you care. Yeah, you do. You start to care for Carl Weathers' character when the whole time you're just like, you're you're just a like an idiot, and you're stupid. But now you're you're kind of understanding why he why he's changing because he feels bad. I didn't really like that decision by Carl Weathers. I felt like the he's, change he's or well, change. he's been a company he's been the company man the whole time. And his whole mission is to get that lady back to the chopper f- mm-hmm. because they have the debrief and everything. Yeah. Like, I feel like he would still do that. And maybe if he did the change, it would be him. You know, you have you have Arnold telling them to get to the chopper and then, you know, Carl Weathers and the lady go off. And then, you know, you have Arnold and then Carl Weathers decides to go back for Arnold, you know, that kind of a thing. Maybe. But- I think that would have been a better spot than the guy that's been threatening to bleed him dry the whole movie i don't know i don't know i can see that because there is a real reason both ways there's a real reason for mac absolutely oh sure yeah yeah see i feel like the when carl weathers tries to run off and find mac i feel like he's just trying to redeem his character oh sure like he's totally trying to redeem his character because he just he tricked all these people to go here and now they're all dying right right they're all dying you can tell that arnold or dutch 
doesn't like him anymore mm-hmm. and, and just absolutely hates his guts mm-hmm. and wishes he would step up to the plate. He can't even watch a, a the woman, she, the she girl either. Like three or four times? Right. Right. And on top of that, you can tell I, – I guess if we're going to go with how, with how they did it, I guess – Technically, Arnold does gain a little bit more respect for him because he's like, you know what? He's like, you obviously, like, sure. Arnold's like, you clearly can't win. Like, he, he points out the obvious, like, you're not going to beat it. And he's like, well, maybe I can get even or something. And he yeah. gives him both guns. And then the foreshadowing from the dual wielding is, is interesting because then when you see, you know, obviously Mac dies. I didn't actually like Mac's death. I, I thought it would have been, was, it was too easy. It yeah, was. It he's was, just crawling, right? And he looks up and he's like, oh no, like, you know, and he right. turns around, and he's just, like, accepted his fate. I feel like Mac at that point was a bit more... He should have, like, had grenades on his chest and then, like, pulled the pins or something to right. explode or, or something. Well, something. Was, I, I kinda, like, the, the predator holds him point. up, and then, you know, he pulls the pins. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was kind of yeah. reckless at this point, though, because he's, like, he sees it, and he knows he can get it. He is, so but he kind of loses all but of he his has that calm throughout the rest of the movie before this is right. reckless and violent. And now he's reckless and silent. Well, but the, you have Carl Weathers and him hiding in the bush and they make a plan. You know, you go this way, I'll go this way. Mm-hmm. And like that whole scene there, because you, you, Carl Weathers is looking for the guy that's been like yelling and everything. And they, he, you know, he gets in the bush and they, you, know, you have the uh, Mac and he's all silent. And he's like. I can see him through the trees. Mm-hmm. No, and that was great. they're all calm and everything. And then Max, like, okay, well, you know, we we got to do this, and they form that plan, and it still fails. But right. at that point, he's at kind of like total calm because you know this is the job, this is the what I've been trained to do, this is what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that. we've been trained with that machismo. Yeah, and it still fails him. Mm-hmm. Like I think, to me anyway, this is just my opinion. Um, How dare you have an opinion? I'm sorry. <laughs> Gosh. Opinion I'll, shame. I'll, I'll leave now. Clip, clip, clip. I feel like at Max's death, to me, it came off as he was starting to be overconfident that he was going to get back mm. at the Predator. Yeah, well, that, that, the, that, that leads to the being reckless. Like, oh, I got him. Like, I see him. I can get him. We're going to go get him. Right, exactly. I'm going to get my revenge. From, the, from that point to his death, I was like, okay, he's He's lost one. He's lost it, as we all have stated before. But he got like, oh, I'm really gonna get back at this. Like, I'm gonna get it. I'm going to kill it. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be my kill. But and when he dies, it's like, yeah, you were a little you were too. Close. You were close, but you were way overconfident. Mm-hmm. You needed you needed to hang back and get Billy and get Dutch, and you had to right. you actually had to really as a team. Right. Plus, we needed to get to the third act where it's just him and. The predator alone. Oh, yeah. it totally. Oh, for sure. And, and then well, because Carl Weathers. You, yeah, right. Because Carl Weathers makes that decision to go to his death, essentially, mm-hmm. well, yeah, where Mac is already at his death. Just, right. And, the, his, and his idiocy comes back. Right. And he just starts shooting. And then you have Schwarzenegger that tells the lady get to the chopper where she doesn't know where the chopper is, but she still finds the chopper. Well, I think yeah. they, I think that uh, they had a map or something. Yeah, the, but it was, it was a valley because they asked Billy how to get there. Still, like I don't know if, if she, she would... knows the land if she's from there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a movie. I can see right. It's I a would, movie. I, that part I would just let go. She's out of the picture at that point because she's not going to do anything against the predator anyway. No. Right. And then right before she leaves, so we get Carl Weathers' crazy death of the predator shooting his arm off. As he's still firing the gun, right, with his the muscle just like twitching yeah. still somehow. Yeah, it's crazy. which well, no, that works because uh, back in the day when they were still beheading people there in France, there was this guy that said, "Hey, I'm gonna you know chop, my, I'm gonna die, so count the number of times I blink." So he would blink so you know how long as as the blade was going down, and it would continue to blink for like a minute or so. Wow. And it yeah. shows like how how sentient you are after your head nerves and off. everything, yeah. Like, so really the whole still or not? the whole twitching of the trigger finger would actually <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Plus, it could be adrenaline too because you're not probably not. Oh gonna, yeah, well, you, well, one you're gonna feel it obviously, but then adrenaline's gonna kick in. You're like, mm-hmm. and then he gets skewered by the blade. Oh. What I wanted to have happened is Carl Weathers picks up his hand while it's still firing with his <laughs> other hand and just pointed at the predator. No, that would have been total. <laughs> that would have been terrible. Actually. Yeah, that would have been it, terrible. But it's cool because it foreshadows the whole right. like, the reason he has two pistols. Because up until this point, you're just like, okay, you're just really overcompensating. Not overcompensating, but you're like really prepared. Yeah, or? like you got two guns. And they're both guns that you really probably should hold with two hands if you want a steady aim. But you're just going to run in there and just, like, shoot all yeah. over the place. And you're like, okay, right. you're really not prepared. You think well, because honestly, if you go back to Dutch without Mac, 
then you know you're probably gonna die anyway. But. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On your way back, you're gonna. Yeah. Right. So he gets skewered in yep. one of the craziest yells in the movie. That is a pretty not insane. the craziest death scream. No. Right. But no, it's it's up there though. Yeah. So then we get back to the girl, and Dutch and Poncho, and they're carrying him to the chopper. And Billy. And Billy, but mm-hmm. Billy has gone ahead to track or something. Yeah. And he's not really right there, but then the predator just is there and shoots Poncho right in the head, and his brain comes out. Gross. Kind of, yeah. And he just, I mean, they just yeah. let him. They just let him. Like, now they that's, totally forget about him. That's after Billy's death. No, that's before. No, it's not. Poncho, I think Poncho I think that's the weakest death, by the way, is Billy. Poncho's? No, oh, Billy. Billy. Oh, yeah. You don't see it happen. Mm-hmm. I wanted like a standoff at the you know the the tree bridge there. Yeah, no, because you get Carl Weathers oh, scream, yeah. and, and then, then they're, they're crossing they're the tro- trunk. Right. Yes, and he goes Billy's all Gandalf. Mm-hmm. And then he yes. Yeah. Okay. And Billy's death is just like totally cheap. I think they ran out of money. It it cool should have been like okay, we're gonna have the predator in camo uh, coming at the tree, and Billy can see him, and then like the wrist blades come out because mm-hmm. you know Billy has his his big old hunting knife. Mm-hmm. That would have been like that's not been. a knife. This is a knife. But it adds, it adds to his pride. Yeah. Like if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be scared of it. I'm right. gonna stand up to my fears, and I'm gonna right. And we don't have to see it. It would have been fine. No. But it. But it's an action film. It cements his place as one of the best characters because you know he might not he, have died. That's facts. Maybe you, he jumped into the well, river. No, you you definitely see him get his spine ripped out later. It could have been anybody's. <laughs> no, it shows his face. <laughs> and the predator yeah. kicks him off a tree and he falls. Not sure it shows feet. like all of his face. It, it's very it's very you know relative. It could any, be anybody. It a gorilla fighter he picked up. Right, exactly. Yeah. And right. behind could have been a pair jumper that tidbit. you know. Parachute uh, in the wrong location. The actor who played Billy was notoriously horrible to work with. Oh, okay. Horrible. So they I mean, if I had an off-screen death, just to make it easier on the. If I had an off-screen screen. death, I would be hard to work True. with too. That's fair. So yeah, then we get this, and then they they're running through the forest, and then the Arnold gets shot. Arnold. How does he survive? By the way, uh, well, if I you look at his arm, it just him. grazes him. No, it goes like full like. I mean, the after. Afterwards. This is this is the thing that takes people's heads off mm-hmm. and doesn't take an arm off. Apparently not. Well, it, just it, plot armor. That's what it is. Yeah, plot it armor. Is. It now took, they it might just took off Carl Weathers. Armor. Right. Well, it could be that the fact that oh well you know it needed time to recharge and that would be the official you know reason yeah horrible you know screenwriter but it's mainly because you want Arnold to be at the end with mm-hmm. him fighting. I mean mm-hmm. that's the whole reason. Or maybe we missed something and it bounced off the gun or you know no. something something. It went straight into his chest area. But anyway, it, it, he's gets shrapnel gets in his pl- arm, and he's it's played off as his arm. Yeah. yeah. So and he is. Then we get the the classic. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. They run. She runs in. He runs away. You know, jumps in the river, and then he finds out the mud can conceals, conceals him. him. And then the, you get you get the skunk or whatever thing is in the yeah. trunk. Yeah. That runs away. That's why predators never hunt in saunas and spas because they all have <laughs> mud baths. Yes, exactly. I had to say when Arnold jumps in the river. I was about ready to say, like, while we were watching, it's like, that's got to suck. One, you jump into a river. Then you go down a waterfall. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean. All the while knowing that this thing is still probably. After, it's probably you. after you. And if you're screwed. I loved when he's on the, when he's, like, laying on the beach. And all of a sudden you just hear the water. The splash. Him, like, and you're yeah. like, oh, crap. And you can just tell in his head he's like. Are oh, you serious? Yeah. Well, well, you can tell in his face too dead. when he's hiding. You yeah. can just see the he's blatant terrified. terror in his, it's in his eyes. It's almost acceptance, though. Like he's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna die. I don't care. The girl hopefully got away. That's all I care about. Yeah, and, and he's like, all his friends are gone too. So he's like, mm. what do I really right. got? And on top of that, you get that combined with the fact that he just like pulls himself up and kind of just like does like the whole like crucifixion stance almost, mm-hmm. where he just kind of holds his arms out to the side. And he's kind of like closing his eyes. And he's not eyes. breathing. Well, he's holding, he holding on. He's holding on to the vines around him too. Mm-hmm. Right, but it like right. totally sets the, his body sure. up for vulnerability. Right, he's got right. no defense here in his, his centralized area. He's just totally laid out flat. Right, mm-hmm. and the guy just prone for all him. to see. So he learns the mud thing. Then we get the classic montage scene where he's he... sharpening wood spikes. Mm-hmm. He's yep. setting up trip wires. He's Making pulling trees Ewok down traps by now. Yeah, he's I... macho. Actually, macho pulling tree trunks up by himself. And that's probably just the adrenaline and the all my friends are dead. I gotta do this. Oh, honestly, I just attributed it to his muscles. I had absolutely right. no issue with that. Yeah, it's part yeah. of the right. And so then we get the the fight scene, which I thought it was hilarious how he just yells and the creature's like, 
what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you get the, the fire, too, and the fire draws him and all that. I loved the the tension that was built when he's, like, on the tree waiting and the thing starts coming behind him. Right. And he has, like, no clue. The predator's just, like, crawling down the tree behind him. And he's yeah. just like, uh, he's what like, do I now. do? Kill me now. Do it. Kill me. Hmm? No, no, no. That's no, no. That's he's not... talking about the initial part where he's like the predator's crawling like a creature, like oh, and, yeah. and he's out like the against tree. the tree trunk. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. And okay. he's like freaking. Yeah. Out. He's like, oh my gosh. Right. And there was some. There's some great tension in those scenes, mm-hmm. even when he's like on the vine and he swings across. Right. Because I'm like, oh, he's gonna get seen. And then, and then he starts shooting, and he gets like so close to him. But I'm like, well, he fires the bow and arrow, which explodes the thing. Mm-hmm. So it he probably knows the trajectory. I right. can understand that. Right. But he gets really close to him for like no reason. And it's not like he would just shoot there for any reason, I would think. Sure. Unless you get the trajectory the, thing. The well, because he falls out of the tree because he's been he, – the predator fires pretty – the predator kind of re- reenacts the whole scene with the with the macho guys at, at the start of it where they're just firing blatantly into the area where they're at. Mm. So, so then that kind of switches the predator-prey relationship no. at that oh, point. No, not when he throws the rock. Because when he threw the rock – the predator shoots that where the rock was, mm. and then uses. His, I what I got was it was like in the Batman Arkham games you can like recreate an entire scene of what happened here. You can like yeah, can, and yeah. he used the trajectory on his screen to move to where the rock would have originally come from, and that's where oh, he shoots. Oh, okay. So okay. that's how I, I think he now. knew. Like, well, I'm because there's no way the predator doesn't have like some tech to fix that. That's true. You know, that's like fair. To figure that out. Mm. And then we get, you know, he kind of somewhat holds his own against the predator. Well, he's getting beat up. He's well, no, no, no. I'm talking about where I'm still at where he shoots the bone arrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. we're at the bone arrow scene and he, you know, jumps down and, well, he gets knocked down. And then he, like, is hope these, fi- tra- like, you get the idea that he's got the upper hand now because there's like this blood trail and all this. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out it was just the predator kind of like laying this trap. And he gets out of the trap, and you're like, "Oh, he survives!" And then he falls in the water, and your mind immediately is like, "Oh no, the mud! Like, it's gone! Oh right. no, the mud that was concealing him mm-hmm. is gone!" Mm-hmm. And he comes out of the water, and the predator just puts its talon knife thing into the tree trunk right next to him, mm-hmm. right around his head. And in that moment, Arnold thinks he's dead. Like, there's nothing left for him until a stupid on the predator's part but definitely in character for the species is the pride of the kill. And they fight one-on-one. No tech, no no guns, no weapons, really. Nothing. Well, they got the wrist blades, and Arnold's got a stick initially. Yeah, he yeah. definitely still has the upper hand. Oh, like, it's yes. not like, right. I mean, yeah, he gives him a bit of a chance because he's he like, He takes okay. off the rocket launcher on his side or the plasma. Right, plasma gun. cannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he takes off. His, the mask his, with the heat yeah, vision and his uh, wrist scouter, thing. which right. honestly kind of helps Arnold, but not really because his vision's not. I mean, it's terrible, but right. it's not that yeah, bad. Yeah. He can still make out Arnold right. and stuff, mm-hmm. and he still mm-hmm. destroys him with those punches. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, and those though, you felt those sitting. Oh there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. But then you get that whole. Like, okay, maybe Arnold now someone has a chance and he just doesn't. Just gets absolutely wrecked. Crawls crawls back to this trap that we watched from the montage. And I'm like, oh, he's actually going to fall for it. Like, I did not expect this. And, of course, he grabs the stick as he's walking down. And he's like, wait, what? And he looks and, at him. He's like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. And Arnold's just like, kill me. I'm right here. Do it. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> kill me. Do it now. Mm-hmm. Kill yeah. me. Yeah. And then you get him walking around. And, you know, you're like, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, he's the actually going to die. Really, really smart. I had totally forgotten about the tree trunk. Totally yeah. forgotten about it. Right. And they did a great job of drawing the, the attention away Well, and you think that. originally that Arnold's begging him to come in so the tree trunk hits him there. But it's reverse psychology of him. I honestly oh, him, wasn't even him thinking figuring that. figuring out, oh, there's some stabby things. I'm going to go around, and then you put it there. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I honestly, I thought that the trap originally was for the spikes to drop down right there and, like, impale him. Like, I, I honestly I mean, that thought that's what been, it was. That might have been, like, a backup plan mm-hmm. if he actually did it. Right. You probably had two different options. Right. But, but he, then. But when the when a predator comes around on the other side of the, that little, I guess, cave thing it's not really a a trench yeah it's like a trench thing yeah when he comes around arnold gives that knowing look to the camera in the line of sight to the predator baby and he he kicks that stick and the tree trunk falls right on the predator Mm -hmm. and i wasn't actually expecting it to kill him 
and then when it did actually kind of be the end of him. It, it mortally wounded him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, enough to where he was dead and there was no stopping mm-hmm. it. But I was intrigued by this part because I was like, oh, like Arnold's going to try. like He's going to have to do one more thing to kill him. I like that drug right. out fight scene. And he just dies. But he doesn't... I mean, I guess he commits suicide more than anything. Well, yeah, in the lore, the predators commit suicide rather than um, let the species kill him because it's kind of like Harikari or um, Seppuku or whatever that is. Oh, right. Well, plus, uh, on a technical level, you wouldn't want an advanced species like the predators to let lower lower species get a hold of their tech. Right. That's That's true. Right. Yeah, that's true. And it's pride. It is. And so... As we've seen throughout the movie, the predator can mimic voices. Yeah. So I think it's it's chilling when you hear Billy's laugh come out of this creature it, while it's exploding. It is. It chilling. is creepy. It is creepy. It didn't. I mean, it didn't give me like goosebumps. But I mean, thinking about it now, it's definitely a creepy aspect of the movie. Mm-hmm. But and and then and it that, just kind of laugh, ends. Yeah. It just it's just like the just guy. Explodes, the general randomly yeah. shows up. The girl's alive, which I figured she was on the helicopter. Right. Right, the helicopter picked her up. They're looking for him. The only reason they see him is because of this like mushroom cloud that the guy, mm-hmm. the predator, creates. And right, and then it ends with the he's pretty covered solid... in soot and ash. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's got the wounds. Yeah, I mean, he got clearly beat the crap out. Right. Of him. Oh yeah. But I mean, I, I, that's the plot. I mean, I enjoyed the movie. Like I said, it's a seven out of ten. It's a very simplistic plot, but I think they execute it fairly well. They do. They do. It really holds up to when you're looking at it now, you know, cuz I think the film was what in 87 or 89 or something 87. like that. So I mean, it does it does stand up fairly well with the CGI and whatnot and all the special effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you look at the the predator itself, you know, when he takes off the mask, you know, the robotics and the and the animatronics with it were really great. Yeah. Honestly, the camouflage was cheesy, but it worked. Yeah. It's great it, that it's it came a, out. it's it's workable, yeah. It's great that it came out as good as it did because they had to change it from the ant suit creature with Jean-Claude Van Damme in the suit to change it to whenever they decided that that looks stupid and it it does look stupid, the original suit. Yes, the original suit did look dumb, but and I believe they brought in Stan Winston to do the design for the predator yeah you're yeah it was I did see that in there. Beginning, it was so, okay then yeah. yes because he came in he revitalized that whole thing and it made it a million times more terrifying than mm. it would have been if it was just like a, a bug yeah no it, if it would have been a bug i think the movie would have not held up to what it does now so they had to to uh they had already filmed most of it and they filmed the scenes with van damme in the bug suit so that's why you get the the camo because you have to they had to erase the bug and then put something there mm-hmm. but they couldn't just film a new scene so they just had to put the and there was a good effect and it worked and now it's an iconic piece of lore for this creature yeah the like invisibility in the yeah. jungle yeah no i think it totally works i, I have and no they, they saved it in a way that they probably never thought it would have been this good or this fond remembered this long after the movie yeah oh for sure i and for action movies of the time you care about these characters a lot more than you care about uh arnold's daughter in commando you don't really hey hey be careful i mean i wouldn't (laughs) say like all of the characters i cared about but the characters that i didn't care about were because i wasn't supposed to care about them so i guess yeah like hawkins you know yeah yeah now the newcomers gave their review but does this make your guys's top 10 movie list no it's no. it does make my top ten. It's my number one action movie. So does it make the top ten movie list of all time? I nope. if not, where does I it fall? Don't know. Top twenty, top thirty, Def- low hundreds maybe. Really? I've I've seen so many films, and it's like one of those where it's I like watching Predator. I'm not gonna specifically say, hey, if somebody says, hey, what action movie do you want? I'm not gonna specifically point to Predator. Okay, it's my favorite Arnold movie, and it's my favorite action movie Ooh. outside of like adventure type stuff because my favorite movie is last crusade indiana jones and you could say that that's an action movie but it's more of an adventure yeah i would put it more in an adventure movie okay. but in the traditional action sense this is my favorite action movie so does it make definitely top my top 10. 15 okay most of my top 10 are movies that i just watched as a kid and have childhood fondness for this one i saw probably three or four years ago and it just it changed something in me i realized like 
it was this really set my love for film and wanting to create and actually do something in the industry and kind of working on it now with some some ideas that we're working on mm-hmm. for other films yeah that's true yeah okay makes top 15 jim's just <laughs> low hundreds low hundreds he likes it <laughs> it's yeah if it's on yeah i might watch it if it's not on i probably wouldn't actively choose it okay mm-hmm. um you'd choose predator 2 to predator 1 you would i would choose predator 2 then i would choose prey okay. and then predator oh really okay. i like i like the new one better mm-hmm. i like i i um, I, I always, I always, what I liked about Predator is the lore behind the Predators um, themselves, and I think in number two they amped that up a oh, lot. They really build that in, especially. And they kind of did a little bit of it in Prey a little bit more. They did more than you know regular Predators. Now regular Predators, it was just setting it up and you know creating the franchise and all that. So mm-hmm. that's good. So I'm not like it's knocking a great the, starter film for a right. I'm not yeah. knocking the because they didn't explain why the monster was there. I mean they didn't have to. Well, and they, now I think I might I might make this bold statement. You guys told me about this this year. I can see this movie setting the tone for action movies, like Star Wars set the tone for sci-fi movies. Yes and no. I mean, Alien, Aliens just came out the year before this one came out. So, I mean, you had that and then you had Predator. Okay. So, you have that whole kind of See, like... but I don't consider Aliens an action movie. I would oh. consider this Aliens more is, Alien is not. Yeah, Alien, oh, Alien is not okay. Aliens. That's where you have... It's kind of like the Predator a, a little bit. You have like the, the Marines the and you have the company man with the Marines. Okay. And then you have like... It's very you know, similar. Right. But it's a... You know, right, but you it's it's one, your you basic, other, yeah. Right? Okay. But it's it's a it's a. Then you have the main character facing off against the main bad guy at the end. Okay. It's definitely set like some tropes for the, the final guy in action movies. Get to the hover pad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sigourney until, Weaver. Until Die Hard came out, directed by the same guy, John same McTiernan. Guy. Right. And that changed action movies forever. Everything yeah. is Die Hard, but this. Die Hard, but this. But before that, it was even Arnold in. Vi- He's the military guy, or he's the buff guy, or he's the Terminator. Like, right. Even in Violent Night, you know, you have yeah, it's, it's, die, it's hard. die Hard but Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Die Hard really probably defined the genre, not At, for the modern era. It's like with Indiana Jones, Die Hard, but you know, historical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's fast. Die Hard with Nazis. There you go. I I did have I do have another uh, tidbit back to the part when the Predator was healing itself with its. Heal thine self, yeah, which was an interesting. It gave it a little bit more of a human, yeah, with the scream. Yeah, and like just having like actual like medicine. He's not like, he's not invincible, as if it bleeds, you can kill it. Yeah, so that really like makes it a human realm because you're at that point. Then you think Arnold can feel this thing. Yeah. Oh, it definitely sets up a a vulnerability more than anything. And it's special that Arnold it doesn't kill it. Usually in the action movie, the hero kills it. In this one, it does itself. Yeah. So okay. it, it kind of throws a wrench in that. I see that. Whole spectrum. For the but, most part, I see that. Yeah. But out, who is your favorite military man in this movie that's not Arnold? It's Billy. Billy. Dutch. That's not Arnold. It's not Arnold. It's Dutch. <laughs> Kenny, what do you think? Whenever Billy. somebody. Billy. Yeah, when I, everybody I says, like hey, Billy you want to go Dutch? No. Because he's the macho man. I like Carl Weathers. <laughs> I know you're being serious. But he, I, can, I do. He's, he's my least favorite. I, I like, like Carl Hawkins Weathers. more than him. Okay, no, you know what, though? Crazy. I, like, like, I like Hawkins' jokes. No, they're so stupid. They're just so stupid. They're so stereotypical military. But, like, that, but that also leads into how I am as a human <laughs> in my own life. I do make stupid jokes. All the time. He, he, well, he stuck case, to his belief. Carl yeah, Weathers, really his should. character stuck with his belief that there was two or three men in the forest. <laughs> and he stuck with that to the bitter end. You and, know? I mean, until he saw the and thing he, and got He has shot. determination, okay? He can get his arm chopped off and he still shoots the gun. I mean, what other anything. guy can do that? It may not hit anything, but he, right. it, his arm did his not His character can weather everything. That's why they call him Carl Weathers. Yes. And on that note, does anyone have any final comments? Love the movie. Watch it. Remember, if you can bleed, you can kill it. So don't bleed, America. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
bleeding is our weakness. Yeah. I got nothing. You got nothing. nothing. Don't in be the, the predator. Be the prey. <laughs> in the words. Get to the chopper. In the words of the great gym master from last episode. Yes. That's stay me. caffeinated, people. Yes. See, you next time. See ya. Hey, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast Group. Thanks for listening, and remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.